You're listening to the Talking Tough Podcast. Creating tough minds for fitness, nutrition, and business. With your hosts, Rob Foster and Josh Phelps. Starting today's podcast with a clap for Sir Captain Tom Moore. Um, wow, what a man. And yeah. I think there's a lot to take away from him. And I think, you know, it's great to see or hear as well uh, people outside just day 6 p.m. clapping. Um, showing their support for you know for himself, who showed huge support for the NHS, and uh, what an incredible, you know, incredible thing he's I suppose left, um, you know, left a legacy, you know, a legacy yeah. now, hasn't he? And you know, a hundred years old, and you know, really, basically, a hundred years old is he left his legacy. I mean, obviously, he'd done some amazing things prior to that in his lifetime, and you know, the action steps that he's taken will be the ones he's remembered for. And at that age, I mean, how many people write themselves off? far earlier than that and almost have their golden years in their 20s they seem to think you know how many people have got their best years behind them and they're only 40 years old which mm. is which is sad really isn't it I mean it can obviously it doesn't have to be that way for sure and he's obviously someone that's just proven that and, and I think what he's done has spoke volumes um, to, to many people and hopefully a lot of hopefully people have been inspired people. yeah because um, yeah he's uh, I think he's, his quote was something like um Tomorrow is a good day, or something like that. Yeah. And uh, so he he set out to step for what hundred laps of his garden um, before his hundredth birthday, in the hope to raise about a grand. I think it was literally just uh, just a, he thought, oh, I'll just do a little bit. That's that's his thing was, I'll just do a little bit, and if everyone helps you know, helps out and does a little bit, then we'll be better off in the future. Um, turned into thirty odd million now for the NHS, which is crazy. Uh, there's books that are out there that. I think he's helped to to co-write or yeah, uh, to get authored, so he um, can inspire kids. There's a, there's a children's book on uh, on uh, that he's done. Oh, I, I can't actually remember the title, unfortunately, but uh, on Amazon, I think yeah. So it's about setting an example, really, isn't it? And setting an example to the nation uh, when this was back in April, when uh, we were facing, you know, all this was ahead of us. We didn't really know what was going to go on. Uh, he just thought, I'm gonna crack a few laps in my garden, inspire a few people if I can, and let's look what happened. And that's the power, isn't it? It's the small things, and actually we talk about that time and time again when you're starting out. He, he wasn't thinking, oh, I've got to raise 30 million for the NHS. No. <laughs> you know, I don't, think, I, don't, I don't think there's anyone out there that goes, oh, I'm going to raise 30 million for anything, really. I mean, that's incredible. And, you know, as you say, in your, what did he need? Himself, mm-hmm. you know, his garden. You know, he had some support, obviously, around just to, but that's it, you know, and... I mean, we do have the ability and the power to make huge changes much easier, should I say, in some respects, than what we ever did in the past. You know, huge audiences potentially very easily, and obviously that has negatives as well as positives. But those small steps, and that's what I think we can really focus in on, is that, yeah, okay, he's he couldn't he couldn't do anything outrageous. And I think often people think you've got to go so big and so extravagant to make a huge difference. But you know, that there's some of the small things that you can do that compound and make huge differences mm-hmm. and you, we, we think about that so many times we get so overwhelmed and you know we almost uh, you know almost paralysed by paralysis you know you just you just look you're, you're just stopped you're stuck in doing nothing because you're worried about not doing the right thing or not doing it in a certain way or taking action or you, or you make the task so great that you can't even you know that overwhelm just stops you and it just puts you into a position you end up doing nothing and actually him walking even if he you know i mean listen even if he'd walked 
10 steps that were an incredible challenge to him he was going to do it right and and he just and, you know kept going and going and it was the i think the people watching on thinking you know what this man is trying to make a difference at the age of it was 99 at the time he's two weeks before his 100th birthday and kind of a bit made us ask the question what are we doing you know what, mm. why are we not doing more should we be doing more and the support is he gave us the ability to support the NHS through him um, and it, I, I just I think that if we could all I suppose take a little bit away from that in the fact that you know he was grateful by the sounds you know by his quotes he was grateful for tomorrow's a good day that you know each day was a gift is a blessing and it can be you know and at the moment it can be very tough you, you know it's very hard to ignore the fact that a lot of people are waking up with a lot of stress struggles pains and, and, and in some very hard situations right now but it is still a gift and hopefully you know, we, we will all come out the other side of it and can look at back and go yeah it was a real struggle but I'm really really grateful for what I have got and every day that I can go out or socialize and be with my friends and be with my family you know in the future that I get to see my kids playing in the park with other, with other children and and whatever it may be you know might be going for a pint or whatever you know which you know, we can be really grateful for that and respect people. I think we we've spoke about this probably nearly a year ago when we when we sort of, when we sort of first went into the pandemic and sort of said about how people were really respectful and like morning, you know, saying hello. Yeah, possibly having to cross the road because you know that was kind of the where where things were at. And but you know, people were probably communicating a little bit more and the the simple things people have been really really grateful for. And I just re- I, I just really hope that when we do come out of this that that is the case and you know unfortunately it won't be for everybody we know that but once again it's your personal actions that make a difference on what you want to leave as your legacy and that's kind of what I suppose uh, Captain Sir Tom Moore has done is you know left his legacy and what he truly valued and believed and he you know he probably had time to think about what he wanted to be uh, you know remembered by and what he wanted to do and what he you know he wasn't doing it for him at any stage I'm sure you know he wasn't going oh everyone's going to remember me for doing this you know that definitely wasn't what was going through his mind he was doing it because he wanted to make a difference and make things better probably on a much smaller scale in his head than what he did uh, and obviously what, what he did achieve was, was incredible um, I just you know with, with, with everything going on I think we do look at things a lot closer to us and hopefully once again as I said time and time again we really value and I take this time to look at what do you want to sort of be remembered for remembered as you know those those questions are quite big questions to ask of yourself quite deep questions really um, it might be something you've never done before I know we did a, a task and I think we've spoke about it actually before on a podcast but almost a bit like what do you want people to to say at your funeral and that sounds hugely dark but ultimately if you're not doing the things that you would love to be you know, remembered for, respected for. Um, then, you, are you really, truly, you know, ultimately happy, uh, or are you living something that's not really where where you want to be? Have you got your values in check? Have you ever thought about what your values are? Or do you just muddle through life? That you know, that's not. I'm not saying that's wrong, but is that how you? Is that what makes you happy? Yeah, I think we. Um, hopefully, it's given us a, a thing to take less for granted. You know, um, like I said, to having a pint. That's that's something we probably would have been like, well, yeah, you, you can't do it any time before all this. You're just like, oh, yeah, I, I won't bother this time. Or as soon as the pubs open, you can imagine people going, and we can socialise again properly. Um, you can you can imagine people would be like, you know, they've missed that. They've actually they'll be grateful for the the opportunity to do that uh, with their friends. 
who they've missed for X amount of months or whatever. Um, and uh, hopefully for our, not, not for our benefit, of course, but we are in that industry, but that people start actually being grateful for their health or have the opportunity to change their health and taking that for you know, as a priority, taking that that step forward uh, versus just putting it on the back foot and saying, oh yeah, but I'll, I'll just worry about it in the future. Because as we know, it, unless you actually take the steps to to change your future, you, it's probably going to be written for you. You know, and there's there's definitely certain things which I'm once again will be in terms of health. I, do get kind of taken out of control but you can give yourself obviously the best opportunity for sure um when we talk about you know 100 years old for most people are there's no way i want to live till that age uh but there's a lot of people who probably think that by the time they're sort of 70 mid 70s that actually that's kind of pretty much game over that they won't be able to do anything but you know there's so many people out there who do look after themselves or have looked after themselves who are you know, for for instance, unfortunately, I mean, I've just lost my um, my granddad's just passed, and but he was playing. I mean, the last time we played golf, right? My granddad had uh, you know prostate cancer. He you know he's much older than what I am. I'd like to think I'm quite a healthy, fit guy. And he beat me around the golf course, and we had such a laugh. You know, and that was the last time we played golf. And you know, he's into his eighties. It was into his eighties, and you know, so the fact that there was me, my dad, my brother, and my granddad, we played annually at least once, twice, three times a year and had the best times. And we were laughing, you know, yes, don't get me wrong, we had silly things where, you know, he'd forget things and whatever, but he still had an incredible time. I mean, he was healthy enough and fit enough to go out and play golf, you know, once a week, twice a week, maybe. And that's, you know, it's not like, the end of your life doesn't have to be, you know, mid 70s and 80s. But unfortunately, there's a lot of people out there who are like, oh, there's no way I want to live till that long, you know, because, you know, well, I think they're going to have to be cared for, don't yeah. they? That's the thing, and, um, and you it's know, not the case. Sometimes, you, sometimes, unfortunately, you know, there will be that element, and things do happen. They are taken out of our hands, but there's a lot of people who have made that decision yeah. in their thirties, forties, and like, ah, no, I'm not bothered about that. Give me another twenty years, and, and it's like, why? You can still have such mm. a, you know, and also get to see other people around you and be grateful for that you know grandchildren great grandchildren possibly you know all those different yeah. generations of people just seeing them you don't have to be there jumping around like a madman and whatever getting boozy or doing whatever else but you could have a couple of maybe beers and a nice bit of lunch and see some grandchildren great grandchildren grow up that's got to be quite, something quite special to work yeah. towards surely yeah like that um that kettlebell advert whatever that was on over Brilliant. christmas with the, yeah. the old man lifting a kettlebell training so he could he'd lift the uh, lift his granddaughter um, but um, I love it how your, your granddad made you believe that he was forgetting stuff. Like, oh yeah, no. How, what was that? Oh, that was a, that was a five. And he really knew it was a six. He was oh, just like, yeah, play, oh, playing 100%. on the old, especially when he's had about four, four in the bunker. And you're like, yeah, yeah what'd you get there, granddad? Six. Well, I don't think you just hit no. a four hundred yard <laughs> drive to the uh, greenside bunker, granddad, and you didn't chip it in from the bunker. So I'm thinking there's something wrong here. But you yeah, know, it, it, was, it was absolutely it. genius. But it, I, you know, the, the, the smiles and the laughs we had, and, and the, the most incredible memories. Really, you know, if you think about it, what ten years ago, I wasn't really much in the country, so it could have a lot of our. I mean, we had great memories when we were much younger, but the last sort of I suppose 10 years really where he would have been mid 70s on mm. we it's created like some prime, fantastic prime life you it? know fantastic time and actually if you look at how many people are working towards retirement and actually retirement age seems to be going further back further back mm. further back you know work till you're 60 what are you then going to go right well that's it I've only got 10 what years of whatever 65 is it is that, what is the uh, retirement age yeah. I honestly don't know well, I couldn't tell you um, but yeah that's a uh, it's, it's actually it's sad that people have to think they have to work like they're like oh I'm 35 say if it was 70 I, th- I don't I'm 
someone will correct us, but um, say the retirement age is 70. I'm halfway through my life. I've still got to work for another 35 years before I can then relax and chill out and just do what I want to do for 10 years, and that's it then. But imagine well, your body and your physical state. That stuff, if you're not looking after it now, where are you going to be then? They've already made a decision to, to wind down. They're like, I've just got to get to here, and then I can have 10 good years of just winding down even further. Yeah, hopefully well, if your body really? hasn't packed in because you've not looked after it. Is that you? And, I, and that's what gets me is the amount of people who are almost working to live at an age where they kind of in their head might not even have the possibility to do it very well because they've not actually thought about their current actions. And obviously what we do now definitely has a knock-on effect for, for later. You know, the, I, would, the, uh, I think I'd, I'd hate the idea of retiring and not doing anything. Like I've always have, I've got to have some sort of project. I think I'll probably have that for for a while. Um, my, my, I suppose my ideal would be to be possibly in a pair of Speedos, oiled up, slight... Probably like 80 years old. Oh, mate, it'd be brilliant, wouldn't it? Just be that guy that walks up and down the beach constantly. <laughs> I want to be that guy, but I will wear, I will wear Forgetting speedos. Forgetting speedos. That's no. Like getting away no, with it. Oh, not doing the nudist guy that's thing. That's Josh, yeah. He's, he's got Classic a bit, Josh. bit of forgetfulness. Uh, sometimes he comes out without his speedos on. Yeah, just strutting, you know, <laughs> just literally strutting up and down the beach constantly. You've seen those guys. Everyone's seen those guys on holiday who are, you know, a little bit oiled up. Yeah, a bit of a belly on them, but they're like, you know what, I'm, I'm 70, you know, whatever. Do you, know you think what you'll mean? have a belly? Do you think you'll still be smashing no, some training? No. Um, I'll still be training. I'll still be doing something, but my training might be uh, lifting something heavy, walking up and down. Hopefully a beach would be lovely, but if not, my garden, do you know what I mean? Yeah, have a whiskey, Dan John Dan, style. Yeah. You know, um, I don't think I'll be trying to bang out sort of heavy back squats, possibly, you, you know, know. I don't know. I don't know, to no, be honest. I really know. don't. Uh, you know, I know how much I need to do something, but the, uh, the aim is really is to be active enough that I can go and play golf. I can have a few drinks afterwards, come home, spend time, you know, mm. with my wife and do whatever we're doing, you know, sort of things. And, uh, you know, still be still be pretty happy mm. and not absolutely in pieces for, for four days after I've played one round of golf. You know, I want to be able to go out and do it a couple of days on the bounce and say, maybe I'm near some sort of coastline. If not, be able to travel and go to a coastline, you know, and spend a couple of days. Mm. Mars, be, yeah. maybe by then. Travel to Mars. You've read too many of these um, futuristic books for me, It's mate. happening. All the, like we're saying about people's um, if you're listening to life this, expectancy. I listen to, I listen to this quite a lot. We're going to Mars soon by the, by the sounds of things. And well, apparently the, the average is age faster. is 100. Yeah, you, the future you know. is faster than you think. As in a, that's, a, that's a book. Or that's a, it's some of the guys that I'm following that have um, done a lot of work in this in the past decade or so. And you can just see how the exponential sort of growth of technology uh, the, what we can do, what's yeah, the the uh, the advances in medicine, obviously, and things that extend in our life, the way we can, um, and hopefully this will go down to the developing world as well, is uh, the you know the, the advancement of things that should be like a given, really, clean water, um, just be able to cook food versus like a lot of developing world uh, people have uh, smoke. But basically cook on fires open fires within enclosed buildings and things so they're sort of things that the technology we've got available now should be widely available for everyone and that extends life as a general as an average across the whole world um and yeah we may be well living well into our hundreds and but in our lifetime maybe see trips to mars you know you never know but would you if, go yeah yeah Definitely. Like, I'm up yeah. for all that sort of stuff. If you're like 85 years old, you're like... That would be rude. If I don't come back, you know, yeah. what will happen? I'll oh, die going to, going to Mars. Amazing. Well, that would be amazing. that's pretty cool, isn't it? I think I've I've got into this... Actually, it's just, I know it sounds really random and obviously going off on one, but that's what I do. We, uh, I remember sort of what, young, mid, young to mid-20s, or early 20s, 
I honestly had that, and I always think about it now. I was always thinking, you know, when everyone goes, oh, you know, you just have that careless, like you don't really care, like you know, jumping out of planes, bungee jumping. I, I now question whether I do some of those things again. I'm like, oh, oh yeah, of course I would, yeah. And then I'm like, would I actually do it? I suppose everyone's like, oh, you've got more to lose, you know, with Sue and Hazel and all that mm. sort of stuff. And I'm like, yeah, I, don't, I think maybe I've just lost what my the, um, a little bit. Yeah, but with if you've got the safety precautions in there, then you know, like, yeah, no. a bungee jump. It's a very small chance of going wrong, really. And I'd always do it over water. I don't really understand the people who are doing cut. Because water is soft, isn't it, really? Well, no. No, but, it's not, is it? It's like concrete. I know, but, but I went into water from a bungee jump. So yeah. head, I, head dip. Well, I've got to be honest with you. I, I think my whole body went under. I think yeah. they miscalculate my weight. Yeah. I've got, yeah. I was like, they never weighed me. I was like, how have they made this calculation? And I've gone mm. straight under. But in saying that, I just feel like it'd be nicer than going straight into a car. You know, people who do it in yeah. a car park I mean, just don't really see the joy in that. No. Like, yeah, yeah. You know, I can see, they can see you getting the rush. But, uh, you know, people do it, you know, like, oh, there's the bungee jump down Tesco's car park or whatever it was years back. And I'm like, nah, mm. I don't fancy that at all. Yeah, I did it, um, did it over, uh, it's one of the highest ones in... I want to say um, Bavaria that we were when we were out there out adventure training. It was one of the highest ones off a bridge. Um, just it was like a creek almost. It wasn't very deep water. It's like that's pretty. It's like rocky valley almost you go into. Uh, yeah, that was quite fun. Health but and safety were all over that one. The thing is though, because at that point I was in the core, kind of you used to like adrenaline fueled things. So I was just like, yeah, it's all right, you know, really bungee jump. But yeah, there's a lot of other things that is, has been. Yeah, well, I've got, I've got to be honest with you. Yeah, some of the stuff you're doing would definitely get your adrenaline going. And uh, sitting on the I, side of the the helicopter, one of the ones was you know, just flying. Like, obviously, you had to fly quite low. Um, this was in Iraq, low across the the rooftops, basically. Um, sitting legs outside, you know, as you'd probably see in the movies, <laughs> like just outside on, on the helicopter door, like <laughs> night time. Oh, I don't I don't night vision on. It's pretty cool, but um, you obviously clipped in the little. Um, yeah, you're not just dangling your legs over. Cargo oh, it's like cargo hooks, so you, you you've got a belt with a you know secure point on, just clipped in just in case. But still, it's like, but it was still always that one guy who sort of pretended to nudge her from behind, didn't they? Like, yeah. Oy. <laughs> that, uh, maybe they're a bit more the, serious the, than that uh, when you're the, in Iraq and flying. The dodgy over ones things. was um, fast roping, so basically you just slide down a rope with a, just a pair of basically like welding gloves on. Uh, to to get onto the the deck of or the roof of something, but the deck of a ship and the ship's moving. The ship's going up and down in the in the swell. The pilot can't really see where he is, so he's assuming he's over. But you've got to basically look. You can't really slow yourself down very well. So you're going down the rope. It's maybe you know, 20, 30 foot or whatever um, with kit on. So you're going quite fast, but you have to be able to lock off and stop if the sh- the, the ship moves and the the ropes are over the sea. <laughs> That's pretty. Uh, you're like, oh, I don't know about that. You're literally going to drop into the into the ogin, the water we call it, the ogin, uh, and yeah, life jacket on, but. But um luckily no one dropped off the edge of the, the rope. How do you, I, I know saying. it sounds stupid, but how'd you get picked up? Like you, you, haven't, just, you haven't got uh, a mobile, have you? Got trans, hey, right, mate. Hey, hey. <laughs> you got, like, uh, got a few things like uh infrared strobe that you could turn on or you know, transponders and things, but um yeah, no, there's a few things that so bungee jumping in in that respect was like yeah. well, so ba- like, basically Josh, uh man up a little bit, buddy, because you're you're soft bungee you're jump only, yeah, you're in, only in your thirties and you you've said you've lived your life. Well, no, maybe I have not. You I'm ready change, to I'm ready to do something. Do something I, I, challenging. I, I would uh, Yeah, I say that. 
Life's pretty challenging, I suppose, in some respects. But no, is it no, challenging yeah. enough? No. Do you want? You know, I, I do get, I do get the buzz. I need to. I have to keep going, doing something. You know, I'm not one of these people who can just plod along with life. And whether that's challenges, physically, mentally, whatever else. Obviously, right now with four month is pretty challenging. We just uh, last night, yeah, I, walked, I think different walked around uh, the house with the buggy <laughs> last night. That was a I saw that. Did yeah, you? that's. Got to be honest with you, terrible idea. Three the, point turns every. I was just yeah. Years. I haven't got I haven't got a very big house to be. It's not like I've got like you know huge, always <laughs> always just to be walking down and stuff. But it was uh, yeah, it was needed to be done. And she was actually just staring at me as if to say, Dad, what are you doing pushing around? Normally inside? I'm looking at the sky. Yeah, this, now I'm just looking at the ceiling. Basically, your face looking at down, down at me every five seconds, saying why am I asleep? But she did go off to sleep mm. in the end, and that was a, a touch. She had to have a little nap apparently at that time. Sue's much better at obviously knowing her sort of routine than I am, and I get back sometimes like, hey, hey, like, like Mr. Tumble down. through the door, and Sue's like, oh, maybe I should have a little nap for half an hour. I'm like, oh, my dad's the worst for that. He's terrible. I mean, he is. He's like Mr. Tumble on speed, and he's just like, Mr. I call him Granddad Ooby Dooby. He starts singing Ooby Dooby to her every time. I don't even know. And he calls her Florence. He calls her the wrong name every time. He calls <laughs> my my, uh, my niece's name. So he's, she's, she's not got a clue what's going on with him. She just looks at him yeah. in like, amazement. I know we've completely gone off the track of everything today. Do you today, think but you, um, oh, I was talking about living to older ages, do you think you remember much as a, as a baby? I mean, it'd, lo- it'd be great if you could, but I, I honestly can't think. You know, what I remember clearly was maybe from six years on. I wonder, I, if, I, re- I wonder if you get shown images and photos and things mm. like that quite regularly. I don't think baby, but I know from fairly, I'd say maybe from like four, maybe a bit older, yeah, maybe you remember bits. Strange, I kind of, isn't it? I, I can't remember, well, big events, because I remember, well, I somewhat remember breaking my leg, and I think I was like three or four or whatever, and, dad yeah. had, so, and I kind of remember being carried around and this sounds really ridiculous but being carried around by my dad on the holiday because we were going on holiday like the week after and it, and it was like in a plastic bag mm. and of all things I remember they bought me this like water gun thing and I still remember that so I do remember and that's quite young isn't it mm. um, three or four but I suppose that's because that's quite a big event really it's not, it's not like I remember my day to day eating sandwiches out of the lunchbox sort no. of thing but there you go um, anyway I suppose we've completely gone derailed but if you're listening to this which at this stage is incredible. You must be bored or on a long walk. Uh, thank you. Um, but also, if you're sort of when you're, I don't know, 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, are you, is that it? Are you sort of settling now or are you going to start going, do you know what, I could live to 80, 90, 100. And am I going to be able to do things then? Am I going to sort of set myself a little fun goals, task, even if it's walking up and down the garden at 100, mm-hmm. you know? Am I going to, you know, make it to, to enjoy my life or am I going to work, 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 kaput, done? You know, it sounds sad, doesn't it? It doesn't sound really fun to anyone, I don't think, I'm sure. Yeah. So um, give yourself a good opportunity. Don't write yourself off. Don't, you know, disrespect your body. You've got one, <laughs> you know. Maybe, I don't know, if you listen to Rob, you might have another one duplicated in years to come. But this is the one you're given right now, and we can't guarantee that, whether it be here or Mars. So look after it. If you need help looking after it, you know who to call. Not Ghostbusters. No. That's, that's, that's us. That's us. Yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. Right, take care, guys. Bye.